Buckeyes are going to roll. I love the over. I think points are going to be stored. Last week, I went six of eight units, made a boatload of money. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. He's not the coach to get Penn State over the hump. I'm going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Looking at where the models and the lines are running at least two scores difference. And then my staked in the boom lock of the week. This is the two-unit play. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. Mickey, Scotty, you ready to go make our listeners some money? Hello, sports bets fanatics. Welcome to the show. We're recording it live tonight. It is Friday, February 5th, and this episode will drop soon on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. I'll be dropping later tonight. Uh, we are Sports Bets Fun, your source for sports betting entertainment. Thanks for joining us as we talk sports, make some bets, and have some fun along the way. Uh, in addition to our podcast, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun. And check out the website, sportsbetsfun.com. Good content going on there. I'm Maddie Money, and joining me are my partners in crime. We have Mickey San Reno here. We have B Locks here. And I believe Scotty B. Good is going to be joining us here in a minute, gentlemen. So it's, it's exciting to have the full crew on the show here. Um, we got a great show, obviously, Super Bowl coming up. We're going to be jumping in and all that. But first, Mickey. What have you been up to, man? How's your week been going? Week's been good. Absolutely pumped for the Super Bowl. Can't wait for Sunday. But we got some action priming, priming the pumps, if you will, ahead of the Super Bowl Sunday action. Will be a great one. Can't wait. Uh, Scotty, welcome. Good to see you this week. What have you been up to, buddy? What's up, gentlemen? How are <laughs> you, man? It is good to um, see you. Man, I barely made it, man, but I'm I'm pumped to be here, dude. Go over some of these some of these picks, man, catch up with y'all and uh, talk about the Super Bowl, baby. Let's get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. B-Locks, how are you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm 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 I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm, this is great. Uh got got the whole crew back together here. Uh looking forward. Oh boy, we we got some great college basketball coming up tomorrow. We got the Super Bowl on uh, Sunday. Man, there, there's just a, a whole heck of a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm just excited to be here, man. Absolutely. And I love you mentioned college basketball. I do got to say last couple of weeks have been a little bit rough for me. So the last few days, I kind of took a little bit of a hiatus. But I am going to be getting back on the wagon here probably uh, probably Sunday or Monday. I'll, I'll jump back. And I figured give, give me two or three days. Let's just focus on the Super Bowl and we'll jump back into the, the college basketball betting world. So, um, yeah, we got a great show. Mickey, why don't you – why don't you uh, tell our listeners what we have on tap? Well, we're going to talk a little NFL. We got a big trade, blockbuster trade that happened earlier in the week between the Lions and the Rams, sending Matthew Stafford to L.A., Jared Goff to the Motor City. Super Bowl 55, we're going to break down that game, talk about how this one's going to unfold. And then, of course, at the end of the show, we got our money-making pick, so stay tuned for that. Let's go. All righty, all righty. We are uh, we're going to talk first before we jump into the Super Bowl. We're going to talk a little bit about this blockbuster trade we had in the NFL uh, this past week. Uh, we had the Rams sending Jared Goff and the 2022 first round pick and a 2023 first round pick, so two first round picks, along with a third round pick to the Detroit Lions for quarterback Matthew Stafford. Uh, that was a lot for the Rams to give up, but they are prioritizing improving that QB position. Looks like they're going for a, a win-now situation. Um, and we want to talk a little bit about that. Um, and we also want to, want to look at it from both perspectives, you know, the Rams getting Stafford, uh, but the Lions getting golf and, and a collection of picks to kind of build on their future. B-Locks, you're over there in the Midwest, uh, pretty close to, to Detroit. Follow the Lions. I know you, 
been following their rebuilding since 1957, is 57, it? 57, you got it exactly right, Matty Money. We have been rebuilding since 57 out here in the uh, in the uh, big Detroit, the Motor City here. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I tried to find my rebuilding since uh, 57 shirt today. Uh, <laughs> couldn't find it. Must have been in the laundry. Must be down there deep, uh, deep in the cabinet uh, collecting dust there. But, hey. You know what? Uh, I, I really, really, really like this trade for Detroit um, for for a lot of different reasons. Uh, for for one, I think for the first time in a long time, the Detroit uh, Lions finally did right by one of their star players. Uh, Detroit's been, you know, they've they've had a kind of a, a long legacy of not treating some of their star players uh, well in the past. You know, Barry Sanders. Uh, uh, being obviously the uh, the the most notorious of those, uh, not not really uh, going out on a on, on a good level there. Um, so it's it's nice to see Stafford, uh, you know, get a chance to to do something, you know, positive here in the last uh, last couple years of his career. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell, so, go ahead. So so, so, so Belocks, let me just ask you this because you, you bring this up and. So you're looking at this as, as, a, as a Lion, and I know you're a Lions fan. You're looking at this oh, as, yeah. hey, we've, been, we've, we've had Matthew Stafford for how many years. He's been good to the franchise. <laughs> Let's go send him to a place where he's got a chance of winning <laughs> for the last couple of years of his career. Is that how the Lions fan base views well, this? Well, we don't always have a good, uh, you know, good good historical reputation on that there, uh, Matty Money, uh, you know, with uh, – you know, Calvin, uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, with, with uh, Barry Sanders, we, we, we haven't really done a really good job with that. So it's nice to, you know, be able to send your stars out at least on a, on a good note here. And, you know, having a third-round pick this year and a couple of first-round picks and, and having Jared Goff, you know, try to kind of revitalize his career here in Detroit as a 25-year-old who's obviously done some good things. I know, LA, uh, you know, L.A.'s given up on him a little bit here, uh, but but – Let's face it here. Detroit's not going to go out and try to get a, a young quarterback this year. They're not in a draft position to be able to do so. So having Jared Goff is a good thing for them. Having those draft picks is a is a good thing for them. Having a new coach that's not named Matt Patricia is a good thing for them. I love thank, it. Thank thank the uh, thank the Lord. Matt Patricia is gone. Dan Campbell is in. I don't care if he's talking about biting off kneecaps. I don't care if you're saying his name's not Matt Campbell from Iowa State. I love this guy. He's uh, he's got some personality, a uh, heck of a lot more than uh, you know the uh, kind of New England uh, hoodie junior personality that we've seen out of Matt Patricia for a while. So yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of this for for Detroit in the future. I think this looks good for him. What do you think, Mickey? Yeah, I, I like it for the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. I like fighting kneecaps. I'm pumped. I want to run through a brick wall for Dan Campbell. Yeah. But I'm going to look at this from the Rams' perspective. They're attempting to win now. And to do so, they said, we need a better quarterback. They gave up a lot. But if they win a Super Bowl in the next three or four seasons, who cares? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years from now, they'll figure that out when they cross that bridge. But I look at the two teams that are playing on Sunday. A few years ago, the Chiefs had Alex Smith. They were winning their division but were not Super Bowl contenders. They decided, hey, we need to improve. We need to improve quarterbacks. They dealt a few picks. They moved up in the draft. They grabbed Mahomes. They improved their QB play, and that elevated the Chiefs to a Super Bowl contender. Tampa Bay, they were a five- and six-win team. Maybe went nine and seven one year when they had Jameis Winston. They bring in Tom Brady. All of a sudden, they're an 11-win team playing for the Super Bowl. I'm not saying Stafford's on the same level as Mahomes and Brady, but this is a Rams team that's already a playoff team. They already have studs in Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. They got a lot of talent elsewhere. They had Stafford to that. Not a known winner in the NFL, but he's a clear upgrade over Goff. Scotty, we texted about this during the week. I know you're not as high on Stafford as I am. I think the Rams can win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. What do you think about this trade? Yeah, I look at Goff and Stafford, and it's a pick em. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, I, when I look at these two quarterbacks, I mean – to me, they're both average NFL quarterbacks, right? Neither one of them are outstanding quarterbacks. They're not bad quarterbacks. They can win you football games. Um, but honestly, uh, to me, if it's a pick 'em, and if I'm going to take a choice, I'm going to take Goff and B Locks. I'm telling you what, dude, your Lions, man, they got a heck of a deal in this trade. We're talking about the picks third round this year, two first round next year. Um, 
Guys, this was just a this was a bad trade for the for the Rams, man. Sacrificing that much for mate. I mean, okay, maybe slightly better. I mean, maybe plus one oh five better Stafford. Um, I'm just not I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing it, man. Well, and I guess that's what we're gonna find out in this coming season is is Stafford really that big of an upgrade? It, look, if, if he is and they go back to the Super Bowl, you know, they were in it just last year. If they if they go back to or two years ago, if they go back to the Super Bowl and um, you know, compete compete for that, then hey, that deal you, you can you can make the claim from the Rams side that it was a good deal because that's their objective. But Scotty, man, it's uh... listen, man, Maddie. You've you know you've heard you guys have all heard this so many times. Defense wins championships. You can throw me in at the Rams quarterback, and we're going to be in the playoffs, right? <laughs> they need they need somebody that can manage the game, and that's all they need. And Goff can manage the game just fine. So to give up those picks for that trade, I mean, it's it's not worth it, boys. Stafford's a guy who throws for forty five hundred yards a year. He's got nearly a three to one touchdown interception ratio. He's never had a consistent one hundred yard rusher at running back. He's had 11 100-yard rushing games in his 12 years in Detroit. The Lions defense this year ranked last in the league in points allowed in yards per play against. He goes to a Rams team that ranked first in the league in uh, yards per play against and scoring defense. He's going to be able to do some things in Los Angeles that he's been doing in Detroit, but he's going to have a supporting cast around him. And I think he's good for two to three to four more wins for the Rams. They're I'm, I'm buying the stock, guys. They gave up a lot to get up, but I think he's enough to put them over the top to make them a, a true Super Bowl contender. And an NFC, that's going to be wide open in a couple of years. Drew Brees is going. Aaron Rodgers is getting up there in age. Tom Brady, I mean, he'll play until he's 50. But other than that, there's no Kansas City. There's no Patrick Mahomes. There's no uh, there's no Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen in the in the NFC right now. Well, but you know what? You do have Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Washington football team is figuring out their quarterback situation. So um, so a lot of the Rams, obviously, the focus on the Super Bowl. B-Locks, we'll give you sort of the last scoop on this. I do want to jump and and, and touch on some stuff about some of these potential free agents and other trades here in a second. But B-Locks, looking at the Lions, uh, the next couple of years, and you mentioned new coach. You have golf who can you can plug in and, and be serviceable at the QB, but now you're going to have these deluge of, of, of high end picks. Where do they need help? Defense, one hundred percent defense. Uh, no, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you, Mickey. I know, I know they got some some issues on the offensive side too. But if, if they're picking up Jared Goff here at the quarterback positions, they're they're going to commit to him for a little while. Hawkinson's not bad as a as a tight end. He's a he's an up and coming kind of kind of kid. Uh, I, I liked him. I think he's out of Iowa. I think he had a, a Pretty nice, nice season out of there. Uh, they got Galladay. They got Marvin Jones Jr. They, they can. They've got oh, some ser- serviceable wide receivers, but uh, where they have struggled is with their defense, and no doubt uh, the part of the defense that they have struggled the most is their secondary. Uh, they picked up the kid out of Ohio State. Uh, it's uh, Okuda, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, last year is a first round. Yeah, that that did a nice job. He, he got bit by the injury bug a little bit. But they're secondary, and and this has been a this is a systemic issue for the Lions. Is that their secondary has just sucked for a long, <laughs> long, long period of time. Well, don't and, and don't so, sugarcoat it, bro. No, I'm, I'm not. Hey, man, this is co- a rebuilding from rebuilding since '57, my brother. Uh, yeah, uh, the Lions secondary needs a, a lot of upgrades. So I'm really hoping that they either go outside linebacker, secondary, uh, either corner safety here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, a couple of kids, you know, the, the, the Wade kid out of Ohio State, uh, the Sertan kid out of Alabama, the uh, Howard kid out of Oregon are, are some of the top defensive players. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pick them up with a first round pick this year, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, whatever they can do to upgrade that defense is, uh, you know, going to be a, an upgrade for what they got. Well, and wouldn't it be something if uh, in a year or two that uh, um, the Lions and the Rams met in the NFC Conference title game maybe a few years down the road? That would be pretty interesting. So, But uh, look, I, I want to shift gears. Yeah, I got a quick Go question real quick before B-Locks, before we get off to Detroit. Yes, sir. You, you mentioned Marvin Jones Jr. Hey, the word on the street here in Nashville that, is that Marvin Jones Jr. is going to be a Titan next year. Ooh. Really? 
That's you know, I, I have not heard that. I would, <laughs> I, that would not be, uh, I would, I would be upset with that. I like, I like Marvin. I think he's a, he's a tough, uh, tough offensive, uh, you know, slot kind of receiver. Yeah. I, he's done a great job in Detroit on a, on a team that's obviously very, been very, very subpar for a long time. So yeah, no, I, I would be very sad to see him go. If he ends up becoming a Titan. I would, uh, yeah. you know, it'd be a big upgrade for the Titans and, uh, you know, another, uh, you know, rough loss for my lions here. Well, we're, I'm over here. We're in Nashville and we're sure we're hoping he comes. You're hoping man. for it. Yeah. You know, incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, well, yeah, man, I'm going to, you're going to, you know, if he goes there, you're going to owe me a beer, my friend. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is both you guys, uh, B-Lox and Scott, you guys met, you talked about defense. Uh, B-Lox, you talked about the Lions need to really upgrade that defense and and build that up. B-Lox, you're talking defense wins championships. But what's interesting and is, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, the teams that are competing for the Super Bowls, they've got that that quarterback position. And one thing I wanted to touch on was, you know, there are a number of free agent quarterbacks out here. So, you know, let's, let's pivot off the Rams trade. I, I think that's the baseline that kind of set the, the set the baseline for, the, you know, what's being offered on quarterbacks. And, and it was a lot. But you have Deshaun Watson's unhappy in Houston demanding a trade. And he's, he's a pretty big prize possession out there. They're talking potentially three first round picks, maybe more uh, to get him out of Houston. And then you have players like a, a Carson Wentz, who had a phenomenal uh, season a few years ago. Not quite as good this year, but I know there's there's a lot of people that seem to be pretty high on him still. Someone like Derek Carr in Las Vegas could be. I uh, look at what John Gruden's been doing, kind of turning over that roster a little bit, stockpiling some picks and rebuilding. And there's buzz that Derek Carr is, uh, um, you know, the analytics. Are, are pretty good with him at the quarterback position. And from a salary standpoint, I, th- I think it's, you know, he had that big contract a number of years ago, but I think it's, it's down about 19 million for the next couple of years. So that actually looks pretty juicy. If you're a team out there, that's potentially looking to maybe upgrade or add a quarterback who's not an elite level, but maybe someone that, that can uh, maybe improve you a little bit or help you get over the hump. So we got a number of these, these quarterbacks out there. I just wanted to kind of put it out to this group and, uh, Mickey, go to you first, but when, when, when you see these quarterbacks out here and some of the teams that are kind of, you know, potentially looking for this, what, what do you think the value of a quarterback is in this? Would you give up three picks, three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson? What about a Derek Carr? Does, does he command a first or a couple first-round picks? What's your That's thoughts? A great, it's a great question. I'm in Chicago. The Bears have a Super Bowl-caliber defense. They've been hamstrung by their, their quarterback play the last couple of years. They got some talent on the offensive side of the ball, but they haven't been able to put it together. Uh, they had a chance to draft Deshaun Watson a couple of years ago and decided <laughs> to pass on him. That's a team where if they can package a couple of first-round picks and maybe a, a starter on the defensive line, a contributing starter, maybe not one of their top guys, and something else to entice Houston to ship him to Chicago, that's a trade that I think you make. That, that automatically makes them a, a contender, I believe, to compete for a Super Bowl. Uh, quarterbacks like a Derek Carr or Carson Wentz, I think you're you're a team maybe like the Rams where you're trying to upgrade your quarterback or like the Buccaneers last year where you have a bad quarterback, they have a lot of talent elsewhere, and you can, you can plug in a Derek Carr. You can maybe get like Indianapolis and, and Chicago are two teams that if you, you swing and miss on the big guy, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr may help you out. But then you also have – Guys like Matt Ryan, is Atlanta, would Atlanta potentially look to move him? Aaron Rodgers has got a funky contract situation going on in Green Bay. He'll probably stay and be dumb for the Packers to trade him. But I think if, if, if we're talking value of quarterback and you have a chance to potentially win the Super Bowl in the next three, four, five years with, with giving up three first-round picks for a Deshaun Watson caliber player, you've got to do it. Winning the Super Bowl, figure out the rest later, it makes a lot more sense than uh, – some of the alternatives. So Scotty, you're in Tennessee and, and your Titans added uh, Ryan Tannehill a couple of years ago. Um, I don't think they were really expecting him to be the guy that gets them over the hump, but last year had a, had, had a great season and, and played well again this year. Obviously their offense is built on the run, but you looking at this, seeing what the Titans did with sort of someone who was probably considered more of a cast off, but kind of rejuvenated his career. If you're in like Tennessee shoes, do, do you, do you, ride out with Tannehill for the, for the next few years, or do you maybe look at upgrading and going after one of these quarterbacks? Cause the Titans, they, they don't look like they're that far away. 
Yeah, I guys, I love Tannehill. I liked him in Miami. You could see, man, he he was a stud at Miami again. He was just surrounded by horrible the horrible team. He comes to Tennessee to take a little pressure off of him, like you said, with the run game. And uh, I mean, he's an athlete, right? Dude's got some wheels. He can stay alive in the pocket, and he's got a cannon arm. Um, and he he's not asked to do a whole lot, right? So he's not under a ton of pressure. Again, he's a good game manager. But yeah, I love Tannehill. And listen, when I look at um, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, I'm kind of throwing them this big lump with your Goff and Staffers, right? All of these kind of middle of the road quarterbacks, okay? Like, so I would I'd rather have Tannehill than any of those quarterbacks. Um, you know, Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold, man, I don't even know if they're really worth talking about too much. <laughs> um, but hey, Desha- Deshaun Watson's a stud. He is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. He can win a Super Bowl for certain. Um, I know the Texans from from what I guess ownership saying and what I'm hearing, man, they're going to do everything in, in their you know ability to keep him there in Texas. But I was, I mean, if he could go to a different team, that'd be awesome. And uh, man, Derek Carr, uh, to me, he looks like he should be on uh, Adam's family. well you know what on Derek Carr out here in Washington uh the Washington football team that's been the buzz has been Derek Carr and a lot of it's been you know I think they would love to get a Deshaun Watson but just the price tag it it sounds like the buzz out here is price tag would just be way too high but a Derek Carr could you maybe bring in for maybe a draft pick and a player a couple couple high draft picks well like and if you put on on paper, Maddie, right? You didn't see like like names coming from the from the other team in this trade. If you saw if you saw Goff, two first round picks, third round pick, you could easily see on the other end of that trade someone like a Deshaun Watson, right? Would right. That, like that wouldn't surprise you, right? But then you see, oh, it's a Stafford, and then going back, that's why I think it's a crazy deal, right? Because yeah, two, I mean, you could easily say, I'll give you a Goff, two first rounds, and a third round. For Deshaun Watson, the Texans would might just entertain that. So that's why I'm saying, like, why aren't the Rams going and trying to really pursue him? Give him one extra round pick, right? If we're going to give him two first and a third, let's give him three first. Let's get Deshaun Watson out of there, man. Well, that's a great point, and I, I made this point to Locks earlier. And 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 uh, in Washington, you know, you've had ten first round picks, probably in the top ten or the top fifteen over the last ten years. And you, you haven't been able to find a, a quarterback of the caliber of Deshaun Watson. So if you had to go give up three, that's nothing. Right, Bielox? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, a, uh, an established quarterback is is got absolutely tremendous value in, in the NFL today. And uh, there, there are teams that are out there that are going to give up a ton, ton, ton of, uh, of picks in order to try to get to that uh, uh, next level. And I think, honestly, that's part part of the reason why the Lions may have gotten uh, a little bit of, a, of, of an extra advantage uh, in this in this golf trade uh, with, uh, with Stafford. I think uh, per, the, the potential value of, of Stafford may have, uh, as Scotty is, is talking about here, may have exceeded his, his actual value here. Kind of a, a stock market situation here a little bit here. <laughs> not, not that Absolutely. we've seen that in, the, uh, in, uh, in recent uh, history, have we? <laughs> well, wouldn't it be wild if the Lions just then turned around and dealt those two picks that they just got from the Rams – and Jared Goff, and maybe another pick down the road for Deshaun Watson. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you got a wheel and deal here, you know. Sure. So, Mickey, I'll give you the last thoughts on this topic before we get into the Super Bowl. You got to have a good quarterback to win. And if you have other pieces in place and you have the draft capital to go swing for the fences, take your shot. Uh, if, you, if you don't, you know, you, you've seen guys like Tannehill and Alex Smith in the last – uh, decade or so be, you know, Ballyhooed prospects that took four or five years. So maybe a Derek Carr is, is a consolation prize. If, if you're Carson Wentz is a consolation prize. If, if you're a little skittish about potential asking price for Deshaun Watson. You know, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like coming back to Bob Costas at the Olympic Village. <laughs> It reminds me of an like an old Nintendo track and field game. <laughs> <laughs> no baseball stars. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. play in the arcade. We have the comb, and you would be hitting the button to run faster. Absolutely, we had all the all the tricks back in the day. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about the Super Bowl, the big game. Can we even say that on the air, Super Bowl? Uh, so we got Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
uh, playing the Kansas City Chiefs, number one team, the AFC, the Chiefs were. This game's going to be Sunday, 6.20 p.m. Eastern time. It's on CBS. The line right now, the Chiefs are laying three points, um, and the total is 56.5. So the line's pretty much held steady. There are some books where it looks like the, the Chiefs have moved to, to minus 3.5, but it's pretty much been around three the whole the whole time. A lot of bets have been coming in on the Chiefs. Uh, a lot of money was coming in on Chiefs, but it looks like there's been some big money that's recently come in on the on the Buccaneers. So this will be a good one. We got Tom Brady going for his seventh ring, further cementing his status as the GOAT. Then they got Patrick Mahomes, which uh, is phenomenal talent, obviously already a Super Bowl champion. I think there's a lot of people in the media ready to anoint him as the next you know, great one, the next GOAT, Tom, Tom Brady's heir. Um, he's got ways to go for that, but it's definitely making for a great matchup between those two. And uh, it, it should be a fun one. B-Locks, when, when, when you see this matchup and, and looking into Sunday, what are you looking for? What are you liking to see? Uh, a couple things that I'm looking for here. Uh, one, uh, you know, and, and I'm a defensive guy. When it comes to watching football, I'm a defensive guy. So I'm, I, I am looking at the, the matchup here between uh, – how, how the Tampa Bay defense is going to match up against that that explosive Kansas City offense uh, versus, uh, of course, how, how uh, we're going to see uh, Tampa Bay's offense versus that Kansas Kansas City defense, and I, you know, when I look at this from largely from a defensive perspective, I know that uh, when I look at the uh, Tampa Bay defense, I don't want to run the ball against them. They are a heck of a run defense. Uh, but Kansas City didn't really – you know what, to be fair, they don't really want to run the ball. <laughs> they, they, they want to throw the ball. They want to they want to, uh, they want to run the ball to the outside, but they want to do it with their wide receivers. They want to run the shovel pass inside to Kelsey there. They want to, they, they want to do things uh, in, in a considerably uh, different manner than, than is traditional uh, as, as the Tampa Bay defense is, is kind of designed to, to stop the traditional run. And, and as a result of that, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, as, as I look at that, uh, I, I see this as an advantage for Kansas City. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning, uh, obviously, uh, towards Kansas City in, in this matchup. Largely well, because don't- – Go ahead. Don't give me a pick. Don't give me a pick just yet. We're going to get to those later in the show. Right, I, I just said I'm leaning. Leaning Casey. Leaning. Yeah. And why, why, why are you leaning Casey? I'm leaning Casey largely because of the uh, the KC defense. I, I think the KC defense is largely underrated here. I think that they're going to do a considerably better job than a lot of people are thinking of uh, of containing that offense that uh, that Tom Brady is uh, is is running there in Tampa Bay. I think that Tampa Bay. I mean, as as good as a receiving core that they have. You've got a lot of drops out of those kids. Uh, you know, Godwin's going to drop a couple of balls. Uh, you know, Gronk is is gonna. You know, he's he's not the Gronk of the past. Uh, we're we're I think we're holding on a little bit to the past here when we look at Tampa Bay, and I am uh, I'm thinking Tamp, uh, I'm think, thinking the KC defense is gonna gonna go come up pretty strong here, and the uh, Tampa Bay uh, 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 offense isn't going to be able to score with KC. Well, Scotty, I know Tom Brady made you a lot of money the last few weeks in these playoffs. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> what what do you see? Did you agree with B-Locks on this, uh, on the Tampa D, Man, the KCD? B-Locks is literally reading my brain right now. You're inside of my head, B-Locks. Man, I'm sitting here going like, he must be reading my notes over here. Uh, listen, Tom Brady has smoked me the last few weeks and. uh Man, it's time I get him back. That's what I've got to say. Listen, I, I see Tampa Bay, man. They've had an awesome run. Three, well, Washington win was, yeah. But at Saints, you know, at the Packers, two impressive wins. Um, but this is, I kind of see this like a like a strong tournament run, like Loyola Chicago a few years back. They're going to run. They beat a few good teams, right? But, dude, they're, you know, it's time for their luck to run out. I mean, Brady, what you were just saying, I really was going to touch on this B-Locks. I say Chris Collins going to drop a handful of balls, right? Um, they can get away with that in certain games. They're going to be able to get away with that in this games. Brady's thrown 12 interceptions this year, three in the playoffs. Um, he can't turn the ball over in this game either. If he has one or two picks, right? And Brady's not looking great, guys. He's not. I don't. I mean, you know, he he's he's throwing some ducks out there. Um, balls haven't been that accurate. He can't do that in this game. Brady is going to have to be perfect in this game. 
And, uh, you know, he's going to have to be perfect, and Godwin's going to have to be perfect, and I don't see it happening, man. Um, yeah, and I think the, the Chiefs' D is going to fare well against them. And, again, B-Locks, as he said, I mean, he, he nailed it. Um, the Bucks are great against the run defense. Well, Kansas City is going to be throwing the ball. They're not going to be running the ball. And so that's going to be a difference in maker right there. Talk Mickey, to what, talk you, what to do you have Mickey. to add to that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you look at the Chiefs' offense, the explosive plays. Patrick Mahomes, probably the most explosive quarterback in the league. Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the league. You got uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, combined with Pat Mahomes, there's big, big, big play potential there. We saw last year's Super Bowl. They were stymied for a few quarters, and they hit some big plays, and it was the difference, and they ended up winning by 11 points. Um, but the Chiefs' offensive line is decimated by injury right now. And we saw Tampa against Green Bay. We saw them against New Orleans generate some pressure with their front four. Uh, and I'll be curious to see what they do on defense. Do they sit back and try to take away the big play? Or do they rush with four, play, play tight, tight man defense, and, and try to force Patrick Mahomes to get the ball out quick and, and have guys positioned to – to, to make tackles. Uh, Tyreek Hill's a, a jittery player. He's, he can escape a phone booth. But if, if they can limit the Chiefs' big plays by getting pressure, on the other side of the ball, I see a Tampa Bay team that's got offensive weapons. they got a lot of balance. And, um, you know, the Chiefs' defense has been solid. They, they answered the bell against the Bills. But this is a, a Tampa team that's got good balance, good playoffs. they got the GOAT at quarterback. <laughs> You know, this is going to be a this is going to be a good game. I can see why the line's three points. You know, <laughs> I love it as as we could hear as we hear Belox cracking a cold one open in the background. He's just getting started, man. <laughs> it's I a family it. show, Big Locks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a cold soda, cold soda. So. Yeah, A and W root beer. Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, guys, and you know, real quick, too, you look at the Chiefs' last game against the Bills, impressive win, right? They beat – we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, guys, right before that game, and Mickey, you and I were talking about just the Bills, and we you know, we were thinking, man, hey, but they could end in the Super Bowl, they could win the Super Bowl. To beat them by two touchdowns, guys, that's as impressive win as you're going to have. That, that was a very impressive win, but I look at this, and, man, I just come back to don't overthink this. Don't overthink this. You got the greatest quarterback of all time on one side of football. That's Tom Brady. Now, he's not where he was maybe five, ten years ago, but the impact that he's having on this team, he's not going to throw the ball for 400 yards, and that's not not the impact he's going to have. The impact is he's already had it, and that's over the course of this season, in that locker room, on the practice field, getting this team where they need to be so that they're competing and, and playing for a Super Bowl. That's greatness right there. You know, I think we look at it and, oh, is he going to throw three touchdowns and can he do that again? But you know what? His greatness is permeated to, to, you know, the 51 other uh, players on that roster that are going to be suiting up in that game. And I think we're going to see this a little bit. They got a great defensive line. They got some old Detroit Lion up up at uh, D-Tackle, Namcon <laughs> Sue and JPP up there. So if I think if that D-line can give – give the, the KC pass defense some fits, keep Mahomes moving around. Um, yeah, as we all know, that's a, a great recipe for, you know, trying to trying to uh, limit a, an opposing team's quarterback. So that's what I'm watching for, to see if that D-line can really c- create some havoc on Mahomes and then uh, let Tom Brady go do his thing. And that might be thinking and dunking it down the field, might be throwing it to Gronk, might be letting the running back run with it. Who knows? But uh, it'll be a fun one to watch one way or the other. Uh, you hit the nail on the head of the, the confidence that Brady's instilled on that team. It'll be interesting to watch. One, one little subplot that I thought about that I wanted to throw out is the Chiefs defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, was the Giants defensive coordinator of the year. The Giants upset the then undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. So that's definitely a defensive coordinator that understands what needs to be done to contain a Tom Brady-led offense. Be curious to see uh, – how they dial up pressure and if it can disrupt Brady's rhythm and timing. Love it. Hey, do you guys have any uh, B-Locks or Scotty, you guys have any other thoughts before we get into our picks? Oh, just uh, just one, uh, just to kind of pick up on what Mickey said there. Yeah, uh, the, the thing about the Super Bowl is, is uh, you know, two weeks is a heck of a long time 
for uh, teams to be able to prepare. And no doubt that, uh, that, that certainly does add to the, uh, uh, to, the, to the ability of both teams here, having that two full weeks to be able to, to, to prepare me, for a team. Let Go me ahead. ask you about this, because I think in the past – that tended to favor the defenses. Like I'm talking historically, right? You go back yes, and you see it, you see it in college football bowl games and stuff. Defense, defense, they prepare. But more recently, in, in the way the game has evolved and changed, where it's a very offensive driven, do you think that extra preparation benefits offenses now? I think it it's become a little bit more of a of of an uh, it's moved more back towards the kind of the even situation uh, as as you said here uh, in the past it had been more of a, a, a you know it helped defenses a little bit more uh, as we have kind of developed a little bit and uh, as we've moved more to the modern uh, towards modern football offenses de- have have started to develop uh, or. I guess uh, adapt morph whatever you want to call it considerably faster than they had in the past and as a result of that uh, you're going to see these offenses most likely I, I, I would anticipate both offenses probably starting off and and you know if, if they don't if if the initial on the initial drive for both teams if they don't score at least some points, whether that be a touchdown or a field goal, that's largely a failure of preparation more than anything else, uh, at least in, in this stage of the game. Yeah, I got, I I got a couple quick things here, Matty. You, you said earlier, too, don't overthink it and, and pick, you know, with, with Brady. Well, I'm kind of – I'm going to challenge you on that, brother. I'm going to say don't overthink it, pick the better team. Well, and, and I'll give you this. There's two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. There's two Super Bowl – you know, uh, you know, leaders right there. So it's not like it's Brady going against some upstart that hasn't won yet. So that that does give me a little bit of pause when I look at that. You got and you got the team that just won it, right? You got Andy Reid, super winning, Super Bowl winning coach. Got Mahomes. So I'll give you that. Like, is that team? They may very well be the best team. Um, so, so going going into a Super Bowl, you want Brady on your team? You want Mahomes on your team? Brady. I Who do you got, Belox? Yeah, but let's go around the table. I like, yeah. I like that. That's a great question. I, um, I would take Brady now. Right, this right year, now. You're talking right now, right? Right now, this year, right? Right yeah. now, I'm taking Mahomes. Uh, hundred times over hundred, I'm taking Mahomes. Agree, Belox. That's. I mean, again, that's why I was challenged with that question, right? I mean, I'm. Mick, it's a no Mickey. Mickey, Mickey, what, what you, you got? Taking? I got Joe Burrow, man. <laughs> <laughs> You got you, you know, got I, I, you got Joe Burrow minus one ACL and MCL. If, if I had to pick one of those two guys, just in a vacuum, Patrick Mahomes right now, his ability to make plays, his arm talent, the explosiveness that he brings to an offense can stretch the field. But it, it's a team game, and there's a lot more that goes into it than just one player. But we are talking about two guys that, when their careers are all said and done, probably going to be in the conversation for the two greatest quarterbacks of all time. So. Right, uh, you know what? Mahomes is really good. But let's pump the brakes on that. Let's pump the brakes on that. He's got to go win two or three more Super Bowls before we start talking about oh, that. Very, very true. He's got to have a long career. But if you look at his three years as a starter. Let's get through Sunday first. <laughs> let's get through Sunday first. All right. Well, let me ask you this question. And let me make it a little more clear for you, okay? You're yeah. going to go in a Super Bowl. Wh- which players, which trio are you going to take? Mike Evans, Tom Brady, and Rob Gronkowski? Or are you going to take Tyreek Hill? Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Does that make that answer a little bit easier? That, well, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I personally think Kelsey and Gronk are kind of a wash. Okay. Come on, man. Not so. Yeah, I think we'll answer that question when we give our picks here in a few <laughs> minutes. Hey, so I, I think most of the viewers can figure out where we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, I know Gronk isn't what he used to be, man, but him and Kelsey are like the same age, aren't they? No, they are the same age. This is actually one of those weird facts I saw this week. Kelsey's the same age as Gronk? Yeah, well, Gronk came out of college after three years, and I think Kelsey may have been held back along the way. But, uh, yeah, same age. One's one's just had to be in a bunch of Super Bowls already, so we think he's old. Is that right? I I did not know that. I'm I'm learning something along the way here. (laughs) Boy, I'll tell you what, they, they have not aged the same. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well hey gentlemen hey this this has been good and scotty I, I love those questions man we didn't have those in our 
in our little uh, uh, show notes. But that was that was good because I like that. That's a little bit of uh, a twist, and that was that was good to see. Now, well, one more. Do you want Andy Reid or Bruce Arians as your coach on the sidelines? Well, that I think that actually makes me rethink my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? You don't really need Bruce Arians because you got Tom Brady on the field. So that'll, 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 that'll balance that out. But Andy Reid, obviously, one of the greatest, one of the greatest well, coaches. Is, is Bruce Arians wearing a Kangol or is he wearing a regular hat? Because I, I think there's a difference there. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we've been bannering on this too much. We've got a number of uh, folks listening to the show live. It's, this is great. We have our all-time most listeners. Obviously, it's the Super Bowl show, so wouldn't expect anything less. I think we got a lot of people looking to go make some money. So – uh, Mickey, I think it, I think it's that time. Shall we get started? Hey, gentlemen, as we segue into this, I want to ask you this real quick. One final question. During this game, what's going to be the biggest lead of the game? What's going to be that point? The biggest the lead of the yeah, game? In, in, in terms of, the of points? Yeah, ten, in terms ten, of points. Ten points. Ten points. Hey. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, ten, the very first thing I was going to say was going to be 10 points, and everybody said 10 points, so now I feel like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bandwagon kind of guy here, but yeah, you know what, uh, yeah, alright, so now I'm going to say 13, I'm going to say right, 13, the, just to be a little different here, but yeah, I was going to... Quick on the drop, be locked. Well, listen right, here. You fellas, you fellas ready to make some money? Ready to share our picks with our beautiful listeners? Yeah, you know it, brother. Well, up first, it's a guy that has a green thumb. Why? Because when he plants the seeds of his bets, they always bear the winning fruit. Scotty Betts, what you got for us this week, buddy? Yeah, gentlemen, well, I was setting you up for my first bet, right? I'm going with a novelty prop here for you, okay? The largest lead of the game on DraftKings, they have it over under of 14.5 points for the largest lead. I'm going under on that boys that's an like that easy bet. bet yeah 14 and a half points like i'm gonna bet. take the take the under on the largest lead of the game 14 and a half going under on that that's a two unit bet for me um let's go on to some college basketball here i've got one game right now guys i'm gonna be able to look at the, the full slate tomorrow but i'm gonna take bama minus two and a half over mizzou roll tide baby let's go all right, gentlemen, that's what we've been waiting for. We've been going back and forth. It's time to make my bold de la super pick. Let's get it. I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus three. Listen, Brady's, Brady's run's been awesome. He's the GOAT. Listen, this guy's incredible. Hey, Mahomes may challenge that a few years down the road. Um, and this is where it starts, right? This is where his legacy continues to grow and build. He's an incredible team or an incredible player, the best player on the field, on the best, with the best team on the field, man. And I just see it, man. They're going to win. Here's your score. You ready? 31-24. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Let's go, baby. B. Locks, what you got for us this week? Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I tell you what, Scotty, Scotty and I, we got we got some uh, you know telepathy going on here to, to tonight, man. Uh, we're we're on the same page. We're on the same wavelength. We're we're thinking the same way, and I think uh, I think that's going to help our viewers here make a little bit of money, you know, uh, because uh, a couple of things. One, I was already I was already I got it written down here. Now I can't even talking about it, but I got Bama over Missouri tonight as well. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at, at, at a little bit of a, of a roll tide here tomorrow in the basketball matchup. Uh, if I'm going to continue on with the basketball matchup here, I'm also looking at uh, Duke over North Carolina here. Both of these teams struggling a little bit here. Uh, maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah, I might be sugarcoating that a little bit. Both of them struggling a lot, we're going to say here. Uh, so, uh, but, but I do like Duke over North Carolina. Uh, in that, that big-time matchup, obviously, that Tobacco Road matchup is a, is a fun one to watch here. I think Duke's going to take that one here. And, and I'm following uh, Scotty here. I'm following Scotty with the Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl here. I think that, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and uh, Patrick Mahomes are going to be too much. Three points, if, you, if, if three points is the, uh, is the number here. I, my money's going to be on the Chiefs here. I, I like the Chiefs here. I, I, I think that it's going to be higher than that. 
Um, you know, I think uh, I think it's going to be the Chiefs in the first half. I think it's going to be the Chiefs in the second half. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a kind of a rolling uh, movement here for, for our Kansas City Chiefs. So those are my three picks this week, boys. What you got? I love it. And, yeah, I, I agree with the guys on that Bama pick. I haven't really had a chance to look at, at much college basketball for this weekend. Like I said, I take a little bit of a break from it. But here in Bama, minus two versus Missouri. I like that, um, but when we start talking to the Super Bowl, gentlemen, I got one question for you guys: Who owns the Chiefs? Owns it. Owns it. I tell you what, let's not overthink this. <laughs> I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm taking the money line. You don't need. You don't need the points. Buccaneers are going to come out and win this Super Bowl. Tom Brady's going to win his 49th ring. <laughs> and you bet against the GOAT at your own risk. It's not about what Tom Brady's going to do on the field on Sunday night. It's about what Tom Brady has already, already done this season for those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's turned them from an average, mediocre football team into a championship team. And they're going to go out on the field, and it's going to be that entire, that entire team, offense, defense, special teams. It ain't the Patriot way. It's the Brady way, and that Brady way is down in Tampa now. It ain't in New England, and we're going to see it uh, on on display Sunday night. They're going to squeak one out, and and I'll, hey, Mahomes is great. The Chiefs, they, they, got, they got a bright future in front of them, but this is going to be a bump in the road for them. I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'm taking the money line. That's the only pick I got tonight because, you know what? That's the only pick that matters this weekend. Mickey, <laughs> over to you. You know, nobody's going to question that you put any thought into that. So you don't have to worry about anyone thinking overthought. Guys, we got a little pucks as the appetizer with pigskin as the main course and Mickey's weekend buffet of picks. We're going to start on the other side of the globe, back to the KHL. We go, we went to this well last week. We're going back this week to Ufa, Russia. Amor. Kabargorks rolls into town to take on a dangerous Salavat team that's going to be playing in their home barn. Gents, this is a classic Chernyshev division showdown. We got Salavat a couple, couple positions ahead of Oemer in the standings. They've taken the last three matchups, all three matchups this season. They're at home. They're going to win. What am I betting here? The over five and a half total paying out plus 112. Great value. That game is going to be high scoring. Take the over if you're betting KHL this weekend. That game is on Sunday morning for all of our listeners in the Western Hemisphere. Next up, we're coming back stateside to St. Louis, Missouri. The Arizona Coyotes come to town. They're playing the blues. You guys see those blues reverse retro units the other night? Sharp. They look sharp. But we're not betting this one based on style. We're betting it based on how these teams are performing this year. This is another game with a five and a half point total. Where we're taking the over, plus 100. Another good value pick there. Pucks are going to be filling the nets this weekend, and we'll be filling our wallets with stacks of cash if you tail these two picks. But hey, now it's time to turn our attention to football. There's a big game this weekend. Where else are we going to go here but Tampa, Florida? We're going to start a little prop bet action. The coin toss, tails never fails. Taking that, odds there, 50-50, why not? Get a little win early, prime the pumps, get, get things going. Next prop bet, player with the most receiving yards. I got Tyreek Hill plus 330, and I got Chris Godwin plus 450. Those two stand out to me, so I was not too enthusiastic about all the drop talk earlier. But two good value picks, guys. You're going to see a lot of football thrown their way and are going to make a difference in the game. Last prop I got, total plays in the game, 138.5. I'm taking the under. Both teams average less than 65 per game. Kansas City hits a lot of big plays. I'm also expecting Tampa to control the clock, letting the play clock run down, shortening the game a little bit. So this is one where the total plays in the game is an under fit. All right, time for the main event. Or is it the main course? Steak dinner boom time. Not much more needs to be said. Chiefs, Bucks, Super Bowl 55, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. I've gotten kicked in the teeth all playoffs betting against these teams and these quarterbacks. What did that teach me? 
don't bet against the GOAT. I'm on Tom Brady in the box, getting three points. Steak dinner boom, lock of the week with a side of GOAT. <laughs> Let's go. It's going to be a game. Woo! <laughs> wow, we got the Sports Bets Fun crew is split on the Super Bowl. 50-50. Scotty B. Good and B. Locks are riding the Chiefs. I'm on Tampa along with Mickey, so we will we will see how this plays out. And, gentlemen, we might just have to figure out a little friendly side bet uh, yes, sir. Yes, amongst sir. the four of us here. So hey, well, I next, love it. Hey, hey Matty, you know that steak dinner you got to cook me? It's coming up here in a week, baby. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Know, the crew will be together smokes, live man. and in person, dude. Yeah, I, I owe you that. Was that Michigan State football or something, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> that was a long ways away. Well, look, I'm looking forward to that, getting on those slopes with you, Scotty. Be good in a couple of weeks. That's going to be gonna be a fun one. And uh, what's even going to be even better is when I'm gloating about how Tampa won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and uh, I'll be looking forward to that. So, But anyways, gentlemen, a lot of great picks, uh, great show tonight. Uh, a lot of action this week uh, coming ahead. Uh, Scotty, before we get out of here, I hear it's uh, someone's birthday that we want to give a shout out to. Why don't you do the honors? Yeah. Happy birthday, C Cash. My man, dude. He, uh, he would have, you know, he's, he's been a little MIA lately, been busy, but dude, I uh, got to celebrate C Cash's birthday night, man. It was awesome. And listen, we'll make sure we get his pick posted, his Super Bowl pick posted uh, here before kickoff, man. Love it, love it. And hey, Mickey, any any uh, updates or news from Johnny Dogs or Mad Max on their Super Bowl insights? Yeah, they're going to have their insights and picks available on sportsbetsfun.com this weekend. Mad Max is also following the Waste Management PGA Tour Golf Tournament going on <laughs> out in Scottsdale. So, you know, if you're a degenerate that likes to bet on golf, which most of our listeners probably are, check it out. B-Locks, any last words before we get on out of here? No, absolutely not. I'm good to go, brother. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hey, man, we're looking forward to the week a week ahead, the Super Bowl on Sunday. We're going to be doing this all again in the near future. Got to love it. We got picks on Russia, Russian hockey. We got picks <laughs> in the golf. We got college basketball. Uh, we got chess club picks coming. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we got the Super Bowl. So, Follow us on Twitter at SportsBetsFun. You'll see all that stuff up there. Check out the website, SportsBetsFun.com. Have some fun watching the Super Bowl on Sunday and all the other games. We hope you make some money, too. For Mickey Sanrino, Scotty Be Good, B-Locks, our friends Charlie Cash, Johnny Dogs, Mad Max, I'm Maddie Money. Thanks for tuning in to SportsBetsFun. Fun.